podcast. I'm Alma and I'm here with Crystal. Hey. We love to have conversations about life, coming from an Amish background, mm-hmm. and everything that goes with that. And just like in any good friendship, nothing is off limits. Yeah, we never know what to say after we do our little intro. No. But here we are. Yes. We're back again. What's been going on in your life the past week? Well, I have been doing a lot of pricing things for a garage sale. Oh, yes. I'm so excited to be getting rid of some clutter and junk and things that were in storage that we simply don't need. Mm-hmm. And lots and lots of kids' clothes. Mm-hmm. So, I'm hoping I sell it all, you know? Yeah. Here's hoping. Yeah. But that has taken up a large part of my life. We are in our... Last two weeks of school for homeschooling, and I am so excited to be done for the summer and to just, like, focus on some other things for a while. Yeah. And so, hopefully knock some to-do lists. That's a good idea. Out. Yeah. What about you? Um, well, we... It's kind of interesting. It's, like, a weird... We record this a different day than it comes out, yeah. so... You're going to hear this on a different day, but on the day we're recording this, we got back from a weekend um, where we went to Virginia for a family wedding. Tanner and I got back from a weekend. (laughs) This happened last week, too. (laughs) I know. You always make it sound like I'm doing all these exciting things, and I'm like, no. I was home all weekend. My husband was working. I was home with kids. I did not have... An exciting wedding weekend in Virginia that did not happen to me. An exciting wedding was not my life. <laughs> You're hilarious. Yeah, I think I forget. I look at you and I'm making eye contact and I'm like saying like we went. I know. Here. I know. Yeah. Yeah, know. it's funny, but yeah, because I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. get caught up in our conversation. We forget that other people are listening. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. We did that. We went to Virginia for a family wedding. It was really pretty, and we had fun. And we came back, like, down and back in two days. So it's a little rushed, but it was fun. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, so the weekend was busy, and I'm just continuing to be more and more excited about my garden, you know? Yes. Which, oh, tomorrow. What are you doing tomorrow? I'm going... Early in the morning mm-hmm. with my mom, my sister, and like several aunts and cousins and or a whole 15-passenger van load of us. Wow. And a trailer. Wow. Two different greenhouses. That's so exciting. And I just realized, right before you asked me what I'm doing tomorrow, I just realized I haven't made my list of like what I want. <gasps> I know. Yeah, you need a list. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, I made a list of like... Oh, these are things I'd like to plant. But I haven't made a list of, like, these are things I need to purchase tomorrow. Yeah. And I need to do that. Yeah, you do. Oh, boy. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. I am excited for the garden. And my daughter was asking me about green beans the other day. And Uh she was asking me, do they grow on a bush or on a tree? (laughs) On a plant, my dear. So this is going to be a good educational activity. Yes. Yes. And I told her, I was like, you're going to get to learn exactly how to pick green beans this year. She's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm so excited. And I was like, 
Let's Good. keep that excitement. <laughs> Let's keep it that way. Yeah. Yes. We love picking green beans. We do. We do. That's but, so fun. No. Teaching kids like that. Teaching kids things like that. It's so fun because, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not around kids or I hadn't been around kids a lot mm-hmm. before your kids. You know, except for my little sister when she was younger. Yeah, but that's different. Yeah, yeah. like when you're not around kids a lot, you kind of forget that they literally know nothing that they mm-hmm. haven't. Like you have to teach them, which we know nothing. We haven't been taught, but I think we forget that. Yeah. And it's just kind of crazy. Yeah. And then when kids ask, like, what a certain expression means, like, when an adult you, uh, when an adult uses an expression that's like, it's raining cats and dogs. I don't see cats and dogs. That's something my daughter would say. Yeah. Like, they literally, what does that expression mean? Yeah. 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 I had to explain to my kids what futile means the other day. Futile. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were like, I don't know that word. Which it's honestly with my kids, they love to read mm-hmm. and their vocabulary is pretty extensive. Mm-hmm. And so I rarely have to explain what things mean to them, like words and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or even if like my daughter asks, my older son, he'll be like, oh, it means this, 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 this. And he's usually right. And <laughs> sometimes I have to correct him. Oh, I can't remember what it was, but the other day he told her... Oh, I wish I could remember. He told her that something meant something completely different than what it meant. And I was like, well, you're kind of close, but actually it means this. And he was like, oh, I did not know that. And I'm like, (laughs) I noticed. Yeah. Yep. But often I don't have to explain the meaning of words to them because they just, they know from, I don't know. They just know. From con, I learned a lot of words from context in reading growing yeah. up because I loved reading too. Um, as we're talking, Crystal, I'm remembering that we forgot to do our breadcrumbs. So, so let me just ask you, what's your breadcrumb this week, Crystal? My breadcrumb is that I found on Amazon. Okay. A adorable little shelf that has things hanging from it for my necklaces and earrings and things and just like I don't know it was like it cleaned up like my dresser top and just like my whole room just feels more put together now Mm -hmm. like I walk into our bedroom and I'm just like oh this feels inviting now it's like put together now and when I'm getting ready I'm like oh there's I have I have things Mm mm-hmm Like, I could wear a necklace. Yeah. And just, I don't know. It just kind of added an extra level of coziness. I don't know. Maybe. Mm. Just like, oh, this is where I belong. Yeah. You know, like, it's just like my space. That's what it is. It's like my space. It It was just like a final stamp of like, oh, yeah. And then this morning, actually, my sister, she hadn't seen our room since we moved and I changed a bunch of things Mm. and she walked in and she saw like how I have it decorated and my curtains and bedspread and like everything that's new and she was like oh my gosh this is so cute I love this and she was like it's so you 
And I was just like, yes. Like, I don't know. It was just like a, maybe it just seems like something insignificant, but it was just like that little bit of validation yeah. of your space. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I get that. Totally. So yeah, totally get that. Just like that, just feeling more complete. Mm-hmm. Really happy about that. Yeah. That's what about awesome. you? What's your bread cup? Um, well, I already talked about the wedding that we yes. went to, but, um, when we went down there, we were looking at places to stay, like hotels or something, mm-hmm. and we found a nice hotel, you know, would have been perfectly fine, but it was the same price as another little B&B that we found, and it was, it actually wasn't an Airbnb, it was like an actual, like, B&B. And a legit bed and breakfast. Yes. Wow. And the, the rooms were the same. Actually, the B&B was a little cheaper by a few dollars. And so we were like, why would we not? And so we booked that and they let us come early because we wanted to get dressed from the wedding because we were coming from Ohio. And it was just the coolest older house. And it was kind of southern looking and it had that long driveway and a really pretty yard. And not that we got to explore much, but it was just such a cute place yeah. to stay instead of just, you know, a hotel room. That sounds so awesome. I guess that was my breadcrumb from the past week because it, it made it really cute and fun. Yeah. So, yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah, now I'm like, Tanner, when we go places, can we look up B&Bs and see if they're the same price as hotel rooms we're already staying at? Yeah. For sure. Why not? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that makes so much sense. Yeah. I can see how, like, it, it might might not always be the best fit because, you know, older houses and, like, if you would have a baby or something that's crying at night the whole house would have been able to hear because we could hear like people in the morning like out in the hallway didn't even think of that so because it wasn't you know noise yeah it's an old house so i assume that if there would have been a baby we probably could have heard it crying but probably so, like probably not the greatest for that but yeah. otherwise it was fun so not a great option for me and my million children yeah i mean depending on your being on the bnb you find yeah, and Airbnb, true. I Airbnb makes so much more sense to me. Like, why wouldn't you want to rent a whole house from someone? Yeah, where you have complete privacy. I just think that's really cool. But, anyways, yeah. Sometimes I wonder why we say privacy, but the British say privacy. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good question. Besides accents, I guess. Well, it's just like, okay, a lot of people, like, American English is derived from British English. Yeah. It's just Americanized. So why did some of these words change so much? Like, why did zebra become zebra? I do not know. Don't the English also say, like, washroom? Possibly. Instead of bathroom? Possibly. Or is it toilet? I'm going to the toilet. No, they said they're going to the loo. No, that's Australia. Oh, yeah, that is Australian. Yeah, I don't know. No, I feel like that's British, too, though. Yeah. Just gonna pop in the loo. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. (laughs) We're probably butchering this completely. Probably. We don't live in Britain. What are you talking about? (laughs) I have lived there my entire life. I grew up in London. Oh, wow. 
Yes. Crystal. I heard the ringing of Big Ben every day. Every day? Yes. It was the delight of my childhood. <laughs> oh, this is cracking me up. Yeah. So why are you here talking about the Amish, Crystal? <laughs> I'm an imposter. Okay, wait. Everything I've ever told you has been a lie. A lie. Our friendship is based on lies. It's based on lies. Lots of lies. Yes, I come on this podcast and talk about authentic... Okay. (laughs) You can't continue. I come on this podcast and talk about authenticity all while lying and disguising who I truly am. (laughs) You sound like someone off of Call the Midwife. It's really quite extraordinary. (laughs) I can do a British Yes, I was a midwife as well. <laughs> I was a midwife. Okay, we're just we're just expanding the lies. <laughs> we're just making them more and more and more. <laughs> Pretty soon she's gonna have been the queen of England. <laughs> no, but I did help deliver her babies. <laughs> oh, that was a great opportunity. <laughs> good call, good call. <laughs> No, what I said about Big Ben, though, it reminded me of the other day. We were in a town, like a bigger town, and a church, like, there were bells that rang from the church bell. Yeah. And um, my daughter's like, is that Big Ben? <laughs> and I was like, oh, actually, Big Ben, it's like, kind of, it's like the similar thing. It's like counting the hour, but Big Ben is in a entirely different country and she was like oh okay she accepted it yeah that's, she was like okay good. cool that's an entirely great. different geographic location yeah yeah that thousands was... of miles across the ocean yep. <laughs> yeah but yeah that's funny they always have the best stories yeah they do or you have the best stories about things they say yes but they also tell funny stories too they do yeah and you just have to hope i'm telling the truth <laughs> I, I can do a British accent, but, like, not nearly as well as you can. Oh. I don't know how good it is. I mean, you have to find an actual British person and ask them what they think. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm not the best judge, but... It can also be that I just simply watched way too much, like, Downton Abbey and Call the Midwife. <laughs> I mean, that's, like, a very... It's a very real possibility. Yeah, I, I get that. I love, like, the period dramas and, like, the BBC shows, Masterpiece mm-hmm. Theater. Yes. All of it. That makes sense. I don't know who doesn't, but... Hmm. I don't know. That's a good question. I'm sure we could find a few people. Probably. Like my dad. I'm not sure if my dad is in that <laughs> I mean... What are you going to do? Not much. Not much. <laughs> not Probably much. not, no. Um, I mean, he might be. I don't know. I might be surprised. But he's not... He doesn't really like chocolate, so... What? I know. So, like, why... And I feel like chocolate and, like, Downton Abbey type shows just kind of go hand in hand. Why? How? Why? When? I where? should say he doesn't... At least, he doesn't like chocolate cake very much. Maybe he likes other kinds of chocolate. Like, like, 
chocolate candy bars. You might like candy bars. Do you remember the time that we were all together for one of your kids' birthday parties? Okay. And I was sitting on a couch, and you were next to me, mm-hmm. but then your dad and your brother were on the other side of you. And someone was saying something, and I was like, what kind of person actually watches, like, videos of people hunting? Oh, yeah, you did say that. <laughs> and then I, forget- I was like, oh, no. World War Three about to happen in the living room. <laughs> your dad looked at me oh, like I was what? crazy. <laughs> My dad was probably thinking what kind of person doesn't watch yeah, hunting videos. He was, he, was, he was really nice. He didn't oh, he say was. anything mean. I, mean. I think he laughed a little bit. He did. He was. My brother was probably more offended than my dad. Your brother was like, <laughs> I still die thinking about that because it's so funny. I think I, I had to like, say that something just sounds like, so boring. And your dad was like, Well, not if you enjoy hunting. And I was like, I hadn't thought about that. I think that's also when I had to tell you that, like. Your whole growing family. Up, it was a thing that our whole family did. Yeah, and then I felt bad. Uh, and since then, you know what? My brothers watch YouTube videos of people hunting. And you didn't know that? I, I guess I didn't realize it. <laughs> <laughs> so your brothers so do it too. Brothers. Yeah, I, I just... Uh... Your dad always has a good joke, but then he's also just... His dry sense of humor cracks me up. You mean his his sense of humor? That's like your dad's (laughs) sense of humor, which is where we got our senses of humor from? Precisely. So you're saying you like our senses of humor? Uh, I guess that's what it boils down to, yeah. Mm. Yeah. We're just talking ourselves up here. Yeah. (laughs) I just wanted to clarify... Yep. (laughs) ...what sense of humor you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. I mean... You usually have a great joke oh. at any given point. Like, do you have one right now? Now I feel pressured. You feel pressured? Okay. Yeah. We'll move along. I guess I do have a question I've been meaning to ask you. Yeah. I wanted to know if you could tell me, like, how can you tell the difference between an Amish road and a regular road? An Amish road and a regular road. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe something to do with hoof prints. Nope. Okay. There's always, on, on an Amish road, there's always a sign that says no outlet. <laughs> no outlet. Oh. There you go. Now you know. I mean, I see those in the middle of the city sometimes. I, I guess the Amish live there. I don't know. <laughs> I suppose... I don't know, maybe we should go knock on doors, investigate. Yeah, maybe so. I'm not sure. Yeah. So, last week, I can't remember exactly the context, but I mentioned not taking things personally. That it's yes. important not to take things yes. personally. And I think that this week, we want to just talk more, we want to elaborate on that, and discuss why that's important, and our perspectives of that. Yeah. I'm excited to have that conversation, really. Yeah. Me too, because this is something that I learned pretty recently. I'm mm-hmm. still working on it. I think this is something that you have to practice throughout your whole life. You have to remind yourself. Yeah, I agree. I think that there's probably people who are good at it. Yes, I know a couple of people who are very good at it. Yeah. But I think for for me personally, 
I'm a very emotional person. Yeah. And, like, it's really hard for me, actually, to not take things personally. Yeah. Like, I have to, like, talk myself off the ledge, essentially. Yeah. Like, don't take that personally. Like, they didn't mean that, Mm -hmm. like, that way. Mm Mm-hmm. But I know that my tendency is to take things personally. Yeah. Same here. I'm... Yeah, because I think that when we are communicating with another person, Mm -hmm. sometimes we expect them to communicate back with us the same way that we communicate with them. Yes. And the thing is, is that all of us communicate in different ways. So it doesn't work like that. We all have different communication styles and we've all grown up differently. And Mm -hmm. so when... I say something to someone and I expect them to reply in a certain way and they don't, it's like, it can be easy to take it personally when in all reality, it's just their perspective. It's just their difference in how they communicate. That kind of opens up the can of words of communication. Yeah. And there's so many things that go into play with communication. Oh, absolutely. There's your personality and even within different personalities... Like, your communication styles can still be different. Mm -hmm. And then that's impacted by how you grew up. And it's, like, so much. But so much of that comes into play with your personality. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, hugely. And I know for me, like, one thing that helps me to not take things personally is knowing the other person's personality. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. Like, I know better what they were trying to communicate, and it's, like, easier for me to not take it as personally. hmm Yeah. And then another aspect of why it's important not to take things personally is that so often we think of ourselves as, okay, how do I word this? Like, if, if we're in a book, if you have a book of your life, you're the main character. hmm And in my book of my life, I'm the main character. Right. And so, so often we think that people are thinking of us the way that we are. And when we stop and realize that Crystal is the main character of her story, Mm -hmm. and I'm the main character of my story, Crystal is not criticizing everything about me that I'm criticizing about myself, and Mm -hmm. vice versa. And... Honestly, this is going to sound really, really bad for a second, so bear with me. People don't care about you. As in, they care a whole lot less about the things that you did that, or the little things or the little mistakes you make or, like, all this. They're not thinking about you all the time. Mm-hmm. They they literally could care less. It's just like like you brought up the, you made the reference of, like, a book or the analogy of a book. Yeah. Just like in a book. Like, you're not reading all of the details of the supporting characters. Exactly. But you're reading all the details of the main characters. Yeah. And so, like, for my life, I'm, I notice the details more from the main characters. Mm-hmm. And the supporting characters, not so much. Yeah. Just like in your life, you notice the details of your main characters mm-hmm. and not so much the supporting characters. Yeah. And, like, in a close friendship... Yeah. I end up finding way more uh, uh, I end up finding way more out about your life than I do about, you know, someone I'm not as close to. Right. 
And so there's those people. But in general, like, when you're out in public, if you're worried about the way you look or something, Mm -hmm. no one cares. Mm -hmm. So I think that often we put so much thought into how we present ourselves to the world. Mm -hmm. And we put so much thought into what that comment meant. And in all reality, sometimes the comment was just said. Think about how easy it is to just say a comment Mm -hmm. to someone. And then later you're like, oh... That's not how I meant it. Oh, yeah. I've definitely done that before. Yeah. I have, like, said something and then later been like, oh, my gosh, that could have been taken a totally different way than I meant it. Yeah. And just, yeah. And then I'm like, honestly, like, I can almost give myself anxiety Mm -hmm. in overthinking that stuff. Yeah. And, like, not a good idea. But I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, and so when we take that into consideration, and then also, you also have to look at the fact that even if someone did make a comment and they did Mm -hmm. mean it, that's their problem. Right. We cannot take that upon ourselves. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a two-sided thing. Like, Mm -hmm. just don't take it personally because everyone is on their own journeys with their own life. Yeah. And the thing is, is that we're all growing But we're all growing at different rates. We're growing in different Mm -hmm. directions. It's not that one person is ever better than any other person. It's not that anyone else in the world is better than or worse than you. They are just in different places. Mm -hmm. And so you just simply can't take things personally. Or else you're going to live your whole life worrying about what other people are thinking. And Mm -hmm. so that's, I think last week when I was talking about that, that's kind of what I was referencing. We're all coming from such different places. We all have such different perspectives. And if we were to take everything personally, it would be a mess. Mm -hmm. And when we do, it is a mess. And I'm saying this from experience. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you lead a much more anxiety-filled life when you're worrying about what everyone's thinking or what they meant when they said that to you. And that's really hard. It's really, really hard. And the thing is, is that it's really hard to not take things personally. Oh, yeah. I was actually just having a conversation about this with my therapist. Mm -hmm. And she was giving me the good reminder that we all need every now and then that my holding on to and taking things personally is only going to harm me in the long run. Mm -hmm. She's like, you're going to get to the end of your life and you're going to look back at this and you're going to have held your fist so tight on this. You're going to have said, this person hurt me. And the only person you're going to have hurt is yourself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, every now and then I just need that good reminder. Yeah. Because there is definitely like a need to process something that hurts you, but to hold on to it and continue to take it personally and be hurt by it. Yes. And Mm -hmm. is your decision. Is my decision. Yeah. And it was just a really good reminder that I needed right then mm-hmm. to, yes, process through things, but then let them go. Yeah. Don't just hold on to them and continue to take them personally for the rest of your life. Yeah. And I think that, you know, whenever we have interactions with someone, you know, we have interactions with people every single day mm-hmm. and they don't know us and we don't know them. The grocery clerk was rude at the store. It's not because of you. The lady at the bank was short and impatient. It's not because of you. Mm -hmm. We can't take those things personally. We can't walk around with a chip on our shoulder because it's never about you. Mm -hmm. 
I guess there's not too much else to say with that. Just that life is so much easier if we just mind our own business mm-hmm. and don't take things personally. Something that I've been trying to re- remind myself of when I find myself taking things personally from from people who really aren't even, like, important. They're mm-hmm. not important characters in my book, you know? Yeah. In the book of my life, they're not on the character list. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how insequential they are. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I try to tell myself, like... Those that mind don't matter, and those that matter don't mind. Mm -hmm. Because the people who are really important Mm -hmm. are not going to care about those little things that we find ourselves getting hung up on that aren't that big of a deal. Like, I mean, if you're going to be a really rude person, then yeah, people are going to mind that. Mm -hmm. But like, if you, you know, accidentally said something in a way that could be taken differently. Mm-hmm. Like those important people are not going to matter are not going to mind about that thing. Mm-hmm. They're not going to mind that you didn't think through every sentence you said before you said it. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. And that actually leads really well into the next thing about not taking things personally is how amazing friendship can be. Mm-hmm. When you both trust each other, And you're not taking things personally and you're not questioning what the other person meant about that. Mm -hmm. Because last week we talked about, like, (laughs) that if you... We we gave the um, example of the bonfire. And if I told Crystal I'm not coming to the bonfire, Mm -hmm. then I don't have a fear that Crystal's going to think I hate her when I tell her that I'm not coming to the bonfire. And I've definitely dealt with that in my lifetime. And sometimes I still catch myself, I'm like, no, Alma, like, speak truth to your mind. Yeah. Speak good things to your mind. Crystal doesn't care. Yeah. Like, is she, she's allowed to have her feelings. That's the thing about not taking things personally. We're allowed to have feelings. Mm -hmm. And you have to, you have to tell yourself that. Like, you have to tell yourself she, like, Crystal is allowed to have those feelings. Yes. Yes. And it's not, if Crystal's sad that I'm not coming, it's not up to me to fix that sadness. Right. She's allowed to just feel it. Yeah. I don't have to be there like, oh, I'm so sorry that you're Mm -hmm. sad. She'll, this sounds bad, but she'll get over it. Right. Like, what I mean by that is, but life moves on. Well, (laughs) and also, I'm going to understand that, like, the reason that you're not coming is not because you don't love me. Yes. Yes, and that's what I was trying to get like, to. Even if that's the thought that comes into my head of like, oh man, like Alma probably just has something she'd like to do rather than hanging out with me. I guess I'm down a couple notches on the totem pole. Yeah. Like, or like, no, I yeah. know that I'm still a valued part of Alma's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like if you're wondering if, does Alma have beef with me that I don't know about? Right. Like, there's No, I know you don't because yeah. I also know, I think... Oh my gosh, this is part of the reason why having a friendship where you can be real and authentic is so, so important because we know, you know, if I have a beef with you over something, I'm going to come and be like, hey, yo, Alma. Mm -hmm. Yep. Home girl, (laughs) as my sister would say. (laughs) We need to talk about this. Yeah. Like, and like, and I know that you would listen to me Mm -hmm. and... Not, like, ridicule me for feeling that way. Yeah. And you would be like, oh, I understand. 
and that I could listen to you re- respond. Yeah. You know, like, I know we could have that, like, two-way conversation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because we've had, we have had, like, small conversations. We have never had, like, a big, big thing. But, like, we've <laughs> had, like, little small ones. Yeah. That we had to be like, oh, I was feeling this way. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were feeling that way, but I can see how you felt that way. Yeah. And, like, that's the other thing. When you're having, like, an authentic friendship, like, for me, if you tell me that I made you feel a certain way, it's, like, a natural response. Like, I don't even have to try to, like, be empathetic toward how Mm -hmm. you felt. Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, you know, and then being like, oh, no, like, I didn't intend for that. Or whatever, like whatever the reason is, but like I can still like immediately be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, of course. I totally agree with you. And I think that maybe if if we aren't always walking around with, for lack of better words, like a chip on our shoulder mm-hmm. and we're not worrying about taking things personally, it's easier to be empathetic and see yes. other people's perspectives yes. and to say, oh, I'm so sorry. Because you're you're not believing that other people are intentionally doing things to hurt you. Mm-hmm. So you also know that you're not intentionally doing things to mm-hmm. hurt other people. Well, And also, like, when you're in an authentic friendship or relationship, you know that that like, I know, I know your heart, mm-hmm. you know, and you know mine. Yeah. And we know what our goals are for a friendship. Mm-hmm. We know that, like, you know, we intend to still be friends when we're, you know, in wheelchairs and nursing homes. I mean, like, I mean, long haul. <laughs> do we hope to be in wheelchairs and nursing homes? No. No. But, like, <laughs> if it comes to that. What about, what if we're the old grandmas in the cars tearing down the road the... With the loud know. music. With the headscarves and the loud music, yeah. I'm good with that. Okay, let's yeah. do that. I'm yeah. fine with that. I really love that. Go on girls' trips with I really husbands. love that plan for us. Okay. I love yeah. that for us. Yes. Love that for us. Um, yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you with my old grandma versions. Oh, Visions. yes. <laughs> <clears throat> but my, my whole point is that, like, because when you're having... From both sides, like, having an authentic friendship. Even if, like, you say something that kind of hurts my feelings a little, Mm -hmm. which I can't think of an example of, but, like, it doesn't even become a thing Mm -hmm. because I, like, instantly, I'm like, oh, no, that's not how that was meant. And it literally is like it, it's like it, like, bounces off because it never even has a chance to, like, it's like there was, like, a twinge, but, like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's it. Like, because... It didn't have a chance for those roots of heart to grow any deeper. Yes, you didn't have you like you have your heart like gardening reference. It's like if your heart or your feelings were like a garden, mm-hmm. and like when you feel that twinge of hurt, that's like a weed trying to like plant itself in. So when you instantly know, oh, that's not true, you're instantly pulling that weed. Yeah. And you're fostering and you're watering the pretty flowers. Yes. Exactly. The flowers of a relationship. And then, like, you can have these beautiful friendships that just, like, grow and strengthen and blossom. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they're so beautiful that everybody's like, oh, my gosh, look at that. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, goals. <laughs> goals. <laughs> Friendship goals. Yes. I think that's such a good illustration. We have to water what we want. Mm-hmm. This is honestly is almost a con- continuation of our conversation last week, which, yes, I guess yes. it is. And taking things that personally. Yeah. So within a friendship, you can kind of see how, yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes it can be hard not to take things personally. We have to remind ourselves. We have to be watching our thoughts and watering the good things. But within a friendship, when you're not like constantly taking things personally and always on edge, it makes for a much more like trust-filled and beautiful friendship. And then outside of that, with people who we aren't so super close to, mm-hmm. like when I said, like when you're out in public or something, something that I've been really trying to just focus on is I always try to see the best in people. Mm-hmm. And I try to assume the best of people. I know nothing about them. So why would I just start off assuming the worst of them? Mm-hmm. And there's so many things going on in other people's lives all the time. Like I think of times when a family member of mine was in the hospital and mm-hmm. that was consuming my thoughts all day, every day. Or when someone I love had passed away and that was consuming my thoughts all day, every day. And maybe I wasn't watching my words as carefully when I interacted with someone at the grocery store, mm-hmm. vice versa. Or when I was working, you know, customer service, I maybe I was impatient with someone. And I think if we approach life assuming the best of people at all times, we are so much happier. Yes. We oh, yeah, don't, 100%. Yeah, we don't take those things personally because mm-hmm. it's never about us, mm-hmm. which I've said earlier, but I just kind of want to reiterate that, like, if we assume the best of people and we don't take things personally, that helps us. Mm-hmm. It doesn't affect their life at all, except that maybe we're nicer and more patient with them. But we're just, we're happier. We're not carrying the weight of that around. Mm-hmm. And I think that once we can let that weight go, mm-hmm. it's it's amazing how much lighter you feel. <laughs> like, yeah. it really is. It's also, like, I don't know, while you were talking, it just kind of, like, came to me that also... There's kind of also this, like, balance that you're trying to find between, like, Mm self-awareness and, like, being, like, wrapped up in yourself. Yeah. Where, like, everything that happens is, like, so personal because we're so wrapped up in ourselves that that's, like, all that we see is how it was a personal, like, to us. Mm -hmm. But it's not always. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, like, sometimes you need to tip that scale over to a little bit more of self-awareness mm-hmm. versus, like, being wrapped up in yourself. Like, there's just, like, a really fine balance between being self-aware and being aware of others. hmm Yeah. And because sometimes, also, we can just, in the being aware of others, we're so, we can get so consumed by what everybody else is thinking or doing that we're not being aware of ourselves and, like, what we are doing inside of ourselves. What is our self-talk? What is our, like, what are we telling ourselves? Mm-hmm. Because we're so busy thinking about everything else. Our little brain is running around up in there doing all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. It's wallpapering, painting, painting over wallpaper. <gasps> I know. I know. Who would ever? 
your brain sometimes. <gasps> but, like, I honestly think, like, so many times, like, people were like, oh, I feel this or I feel that. And, like, yes, we do. And it's good to be, like, involved with your emotions mm-hmm. and, like, keep those in check. But your brain, so often, we don't talk about that. I know we did some in our last episode. Your brain is just kind of, like, running around unchecked because we think we don't have control over our thoughts. Yeah. You know, we, we like, envision as, like, almost like we are captive to our brains. We're not. Mm-hmm. Our, we are in charge. <gasps> We're you not are the... captive to our brains. We are the captain of our brains. Yes, exactly. We get to steer that ship. Yes. Don't let your brain be a pirate. And come in there and take <laughs> off with the treasure. I am loving this illustration. <laughs> I love how we've like gone from one illustration to a next. I'm just like, if this was a comic strip, <laughs> it started off as a garden and now we've got pirate ships. Wow. <laughs> but illustrations work so great. They do. I okay. love illustrations and allegories. Yes. When you can paint such a clear word picture, it yes. really makes it, like, last in your brain. Yes. That's why I, I love word pictures, because they help me remember things. Yes. And especially if it's a funny one, like, a pirate coming into yes. your brain and stealing all of those gold nuggets you have stored in there. <laughs> it's like hijacking them. You're going to remember that. Like, yeah. That is a visual that's going to stick in your brain. Yeah, and I'm going to tell my brain, stop being a pirate. Yeah, the next time that you have this thought come in, try to ruin your day, no, you bad brain pirate, <laughs> you are not getting this. This is my gold. Yes. I, I love this. So you have actually led perfectly into the last two things I wanted to say about not taking things personally. Um, so in saying all of this... Mm-hmm. We're also acknowledging that this is something that we are not perfect at. This is something we're having to work at. And this is what we've learned along the way. Yes. Of being better at this. And we're still majorly learning. Yes. Like, I feel... Honestly, I feel very underqualified to even talk about this because I still have such a tendency to take things so personally. Yeah, and so I, I get that. So learning. And know? at the same time, that's why we're having the conversation. Exactly. Because we move forward with conversations. I, we move forward with bringing yes. these things out. Like, I, feel, I feel like I, I've, now that we've you know had this conversation, I feel like I'm going to walk out of here and feel like I can tackle it a little better. Yeah. So that's exactly what I wanted to say is that that's the thing. We have to be growing. We have to be working on our self-awareness. And we have to be healing in order to yes. reach the point of not taking things personally. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said earlier, if we're so, um, if we're constantly self, how did you say it? Did you say self-absorbed or self-focused? Wrapped up in ourselves. Wrapped up in ourselves. The thing is, is that when we're not functioning oh I said this last week when we're not functioning at our best when we when we're not healed mm-hmm. we are wrapped up in ourselves and that is all we see yeah because when you're in pain that's what you're focusing on yeah when you're when something's not working right whether you realize it or not subconsciously that's what you're focusing on so absolutely everything that you hear is coming through that lens mm-hmm. and you do you take things personally 
And so we have to be focused on the healing. And so there's no pressure. Like, we're not saying that you have to be here right now. Never take anything personally ever again. Yeah. There is work that goes into it. It takes consistency. And as we're saying, for us, this is still difficult a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. Our personalities tend to take things very personally. And we're both very um, empathetic people. We relate to other people's emotions very strongly. We sometimes too strongly. <laughs> yes, in like we we I give my plants emotions. My dog destroyed one of my plants earlier tonight and I was like <gasps> My plant, and I felt like real pain that that plant is gone now. Mm -hmm. And so it is, it's very difficult not to take things personally. I think, like we said earlier, some personalities are better at it. So this is just an encouragement that as you grow, as you continue to grow, it gets easier. Yes. Um, Because I am in a better place than I was when I started, but I still have room to grow. It's like, like you said, when you're, it gets easier. Yeah. That's because, like, okay, a star baseball player. Yeah. They didn't, like, start out there. No. They had to practice and practice. The scientists at NASA. (laughs) Time for them to make a reappearance. If you know, if you know. Huh? If you know, you know. Yeah. Yes. If you're OG listener of our podcast, you know what we mean. (laughs) Um, But they didn't just become a scientist at NASA, they had to, like, start at the bottom and work their way up. Yeah. And, like, learn all the things and put in all the work to get to where they are now. Mm-hmm. Just, like, I, with the baseball players, it's the same thing. Yeah. We're just, like, working up to it. Yeah. And then going from there, in your healing journey, there is... We can get to a point of being self-aware enough to know what we're struggling with Mm -hmm. and know what we're working on healing so that when someone else says something that triggers us, we can look at that and say, they actually, what they said was there was nothing actually wrong with it. Mm -hmm. I responded because of an experience that I had that has colored how I'm receiving that comment. A good example of this is I have had... Many times people make comments in the store of, Mm -hmm. wow, you have a lot of kids. Mm -hmm. So sometimes when someone says like, oh, they must keep you busy. They are not always like making a comment about how many kids I have. They're Mm -hmm. just acknowledging that, yeah, I'm a busy person because I do have four children. Mm -hmm. They're not saying I have too many children. Yeah. But sometimes when someone says something like that, I'm like, are they, they're, they're saying I have too many kids. Mm-hmm. No, that's not what they said. But it does. It kind of leads back to the comments I've gotten previously of like, whoa, you sure have a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole slew of comments that come along with that. Like people make so many comments about the amount of children people have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, they don't come from Amish families. Um, yeah, I was going to say side <laughs> note. Um if you're from an Amish family, isn't it insane that four kids is considered to be a lot of kids? Yeah. I think now, too, I've seen, I'm starting to see more and more Amish families that don't have yeah. so many kids. I am, too. But, like, of my Amish relatives, none of my aunts and uncles, who are still currently Amish, have less than four kids. Yeah. Four kids is the minimum. And, like, that's one. 
Everyone else has five or more. Yeah, there's this, I think in the Amish, kids are so considered a blessing. Mm-hmm. That's one That's one um, mindset that I really love about the Amish. I kids do Kids are considered such a blessing, and to add a child to your family is always such an exciting time. Yeah. And so I love that. But that's a side note. Um, yes, you explained that scenario very well. Mm-hmm. And when we can be self-aware enough to be like, oh, I'm being triggered because of an experience I've had. Yes. Instead of taking it so personally from the other person. Yes, because then I can say, instead of me being like, no comment because I'm triggered, I think you're saying this, I can say, yes, but they sure are worth it, you know? Mm -hmm. Or like something like that. I can say, you know, and sometimes... Honestly, like, I can also be like, you know what? I know they didn't mean it like that. And it actually is like, oh, like, they recognize the amount of work I put into my children. Mm-hmm. And so I can actually choose to take that as a compliment. Mm-hmm. Because I realize that that little twinge I felt was me relating that to the past comments. Which is so easy to do. Oh, yeah. So easy oh, yeah. to do. Yeah, so when, and and going back to what we said earlier, kind of just to recap, when we do take that personally and we carry that weight around, it's not fun Mm -hmm. when someone's mean to us. And we do, we carry that around. Mm -hmm. So if we just go about believing that they were on purposely mean to us, Mm -hmm. that's really hard. Yeah. And when we can just not take it personally, and move on with our lives, that weight doesn't even begin to sit on our shoulders. Yeah. Even if they were, if we can just let it go and not take it personally and just realize that they know nothing about my life, and even if they did, the thing is, is that we are allowed to live our lives exactly how we want to live our lives. If you want to have 10 kids, amazing. If you want to have one kid, amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. If you want to go live in Hawaii, amazing. If you want to go live on a mountaintop and never see anyone for the rest of your life, amazing. (laughs) Crystal's like, that's not amazing. No, that sounds terrifying. (laughs) I'm also thinking of, there's a certain friend that I have that she's from the South and she always says she wants to move back to the South and (gasps) not be in cold Ohio. And I'm like, I really hope she doesn't listen to this particular episode. (laughs) I don't want her to think, like, disclaimer, friend, this is not an excuse for you to move away from Ohio. No. Just, I just oh, want to put funny. that out there. Okay. Yeah. All right, continue. I'm sure that, I'm sure a mountaintop is lovely for some people. Yeah. It does not sound like fun for, for me. Yeah, I need they're people. for introverts. Yeah, for introverts. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm just saying, like, I used to live under such a pressure that, well, people are going to judge me if I don't, if I'm not at this point in my life at this Uh time. Mm -hmm. Uh, People are going to think I'm weird if I'm not doing this right now. And people are going to think for all, think I'm weird for all the Instagram posts I make about my dogs. But I love my dogs. I don't think you're weird. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But people who matter don't mind. People who Mm. mind don't matter. Yes. (laughs) Oh, and, um... People are always like, oh my gosh, those people, they're posting about their kids all the time. And I'm like, of course I post about my kids. They are my world. Yeah, that's your life. Your day to day life. So I'm like, anyone who wants to complain about how much I post about my kids. Unfollow. The people who mind don't matter. The people who matter don't mind. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. 
And if something is actually really bugging you, if you're finding that you're having a really hard time not taking something personally from like a certain person you follow on social mm-hmm. media or a certain person you see in real life, interact with them less until you can get your head in a better place. F- unfollow the person yes. on Instagram, yes. on Facebook, until yes. you can get your head in a better place. Mm-hmm. There's no point in putting that weight on your shoulders, in your mind, all the time. There's no point. That's exactly what I was going to say. The unfollow button, there for a reason. Yeah. And if there's, like, something serious there, even if it's a thing of, like, you know what, I really like this person's content, like, overall, but right now, in this, like, season, like, what they're saying is just really hurtful for me. Like, you need to kind of analyze, like, is this hurtful because... Is something I need to walk through and I don't want to? Or is it because I'm walking through it now and it's just, like, too tender? Mm -hmm. If it's, like, because you're, like, too tender, then just, like, unfollow for a time period and you can come back. Mm -hmm. Like, there's always the follow button option again. Yeah. And I think so many times we're like, oh, no, like, that's, like, too, like, final. It's not final. The follow button pops up once you unfollow. Mm -hmm. You know? You can go back. And... Sometimes, too, it's like, oh, maybe this is pushing something in me that I need to, like, look into this. I need to see Mm -hmm. if this is something where I'm taking things too personal because this is something I need to work on. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Sometimes when we're taking things too personally, it's, like, almost like a little red flag in in us being like, hey, attention, attention here, this area, yeah, there's something you need to focus on right, right here. here. Yep. There's a weed. Here, there's a let's weed. pull it. There's a weed right here. Please plant flower in this spot. Yeah. You pull need to weed, insert, insert truth flower. here. Yes. Remove, remove lies, insert truth. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And one last example that I want to mention in relating to this to um, mindsets and coming from an Amish culture. Yes. I grew up without grandparents. I grew Mm -hmm. up without aunts and uncles. And when I was younger, and I'm not, I don't feel bad for this. I was young. Um, I was a kid and I didn't have grandparents or aunts and uncles. And there was this um, sadness and, you know, at a certain age, it turns into anger of, well, why don't they want to be a part of my life? Mm -hmm. And as I've gotten older and had a better perspective, I can't even take that personally. Yeah, they're technically my family. They're my blood, whatever. I, they're my parents' parents. Mm-hmm. But they hold this belief, whether I agree with their belief or not, and that their religion has told them that they can't share a relationship with this family member who has left the Amish. And when I stop and look at, from their perspective, how hard that must be that their Mm -hmm. family member left the Amish and now they can't have a relationship with them, that's a very real thing. And so I think even in looking at that, sometimes even with our families, especially Mm -hmm. coming from the ex-Amish, it's so hard not to take things personally there. But even within our families, we all still have such different experiences and there's reasons why we are acting a certain way and mm-hmm. whether you know I think about it and I'm like my grandparents probably would really rather not have shunned my parents they would really probably rather have continued to have a relationship with my parents but their that belief is so strong for them mm-hmm. that they have to listen to it 
And whether we agree with that belief or not, that's what that's what their reality is. Yeah, it's what they were convicted of. Yes. And so even that, I can't take personally and say, well, my grandma decided she doesn't want to have a relationship with mm-hmm. me. She honestly didn't really have the choice. And that's that's for me personally. That's just an exam- a personal example for me. But that's one example of how even with, like, relating this back to being ex-Amish, that's... I just want to say that even within family, Mm -hmm. it is possible to take things too personally. And kind of like with friendships, we have to just continue not to take things personally. And we have to be aware that every single person, even the people we grew up with, that we grew up Mm -hmm. in the same house as, they have different perspectives. Yeah. And they're not always going to know the perfect thing to say to you. Yeah. And that's okay. That's how life is. Mm -hmm. I agree. So yeah, I think that... We covered it, right, Crystal? <laughs> I hope so. I mean, like, I don't know. We sometimes we end our podcast and we're like, we've talked, and it makes sense to at the in the moment, but we look back and it's like, okay, did we actually communicate what we wanted to communicate? And I well, think we did. And I think too, I think with our style of podcast, that just happens sometimes because in a conversation, you can't always cover every facet oh you're absolutely that we're right. not giving really a talk on this subject we're yeah. having a conversation about it and so there's i'm sure there's lots of little bunny trails we could have gone off on oh for sure you know, yes you're those right. little breadcrumb trails it ebbs and flows yeah and so there might be holes here and there but like you know yeah and in two the weeks conversation maybe, continues yeah in two weeks maybe we think of something else mm-hmm. as far as not taking things personally and that's okay so, but yeah, we kind of wanted to dive into that little comment that we make last that we made last week about not taking things personally and kind mm-hmm. of share why that's important to us and how that's affected our lives. Yeah, exactly. So, thanks for hanging in there with us. Well, you may be tired of hearing us say this, but if you don't already follow us on Instagram and Facebook, just a reminder that you can find us at the Friendship Bread. And yes. The next time that you're talking to a friend about gardening or mindsets or whatever it might be, just tell them, hey, go listen to the Friendship Bread podcast. And we would really appreciate that recommendation because you telling your friends about us, that is how we grow. So um, we would appreciate that so much. So thank you so much for joining us for this conversation and sticking it out to the end. We hope it made sense. We hope you enjoyed it. And we also hope that you'll be back next week for another episode of the Friendship Bread Podcast. Goodbye.